Hello, you are listening to the Parenting NI podcast, a monthly podcast from Northern Ireland's leading parenting support charity, where we look at topics in relation to parenting, explore the research and discuss tips on whatever the chosen subject may be. Please continue to help us spread the word, share it with your friends, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and give us a wee rating and a review while you're there. If you can, we'd really appreciate it. So enjoy this month's episode. Thanks. Bye. episode is all about reading. Earlier in the month it was Children's Book Day and that got us thinking about our favourite books in childhood. As Emily Botchwald quote notes, children are made readers in the laps of their parents but it's not always easy. Maybe you struggle to find the time to read with your children or your children don't seem that interested in books or maybe you're not a keen reader yourself but in this episode we're going to have a bit of discussion around reading and the benefits that it has for your children's development. Um, and this is one that I'm keen to get involved with because as an English literature graduate, wow. um, I should have a lot to say about this. Um, I'm joined by Lauren as well this Hi, week. Hi Emma. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, yeah. Um, so yeah, do you want to maybe introduce yourself, Lauren, and a wee bit about your role in Parenting NI? Yep. So my name is Lauren Walls and my role is a few different diverse roles. <laughs> but my my role is the one of the education and participation officers. So mainly I would be out and about meeting parent groups and getting their views and opinions on different policy and legislation change within Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, my other role would be to develop and deliver training, mainly our OCN level four. Yeah. Where I'm working with parents training. Um, and other practitioner training. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Which I feel quite passionately about. Yes, absolutely. And our OCN Level 4 will be starting again soon, yeah, is that correct? Yeah, 1st of May. So yeah. if anyone listening to this is interested, yeah. give me a shout. We'll yeah. get you hooked up. Yes, get in touch. So you can check out our website for that. Um, it's listed under the professional section in accredited training, so uh-huh. you can you can give that a wee oh, look up um, and get in touch with Lauren. So Lauren, reading, are you a reader? I am, love reading. No. Now I have to say, not very, like, my guilty pleasure is Irish fiction. Well sure, what's wrong with that? Yeah. That would be, yeah. That's good. So you're a keen reader yourself. I actually, over the past, well, last year, I set myself a challenge because I... I, I am a love reading obviously I don't uh-huh. agree in like reading pretty much um, but I find over the last while I had gotten really distracted from it and I think um, nowadays you're kind of what what do you want to watch on Netflix or all these streaming yeah, services yeah, yeah. or you know you're on your phone and I'm on my on screens a lot yeah. because of what I do but I just thought right let's get back to reading I set myself a challenge of reading a book a month and I did it last year, and I'm I'm aiming to keep going with it this year, and hopefully increase it maybe two wow. a month this year. <laughs> you. What yeah. about your experience of reading with your your own kids? Oh, well, I have I have two. Well, you know, I have two children. Mm-hmm. One is nearly sixteen, 
and one who will be five next week. Oh, there you go. So, You're well. so quite diverse. So yeah. the older one, sure, you know, yeah. he'd laugh. He'd laugh me out of the room if I said, "Come on, I'll read you a story." Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. but. I was always, always keen to get them and Zinder reading. So yeah. from a very early age, from they were newborns, I used to read to them. Yeah, like yeah. From the were, and it, and that's important too. The say research shows if you read to your your child while they're while you're pregnant mm-hmm. in the third trimester, okay. there's research showing that it, it improves your you know the bond between mother and baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to as soon as they were born, I started reading to them. Yeah, you know anything, and I think it's all about the tone of voice as well. But anyway. Um, with my son, the older son, he used to love Roald Dahl, and he still oh, does. Yeah, he actually still does. Yeah. Um, he's moved on a wee bit, and he would be into. I can't remember the name, but I had to order him the whole box set. So I did. <laughs> he's a guy. So I do hope he has kind of like yeah, like a, a read them like them. Yeah. He, and he loved the whole Percy Jackson. Oh yeah. Kind of book yeah. sets. Yeah. He, he's read all them. He's moved on, and it's all oh, he's mad, like. It's not Lord of the Rings, it's that type, but it's that kind of type of thing. Yeah. So he he would still read, and I would try and encourage him to. Now I don't know if he does, Mm -hmm. you know, to come off his computer and come off the phones and Mm -hmm. come off Mm -hmm. kind of the Netflix type thing and try and read even for half an hour before bed. Yeah. He tells me he does, but whether he does or not is another (laughs) thing. But with sure the younger we get miss. Miss Bethany, so she's just a wee daughter. She would have you reading all day, every day to her. And she was exi- we'd done exactly the same with her as we did with him. So every night she'll shout in, or shout down just, right, I'm, even before bedtime, I'm ready for bed, come on up and do my story. Yeah, she looks forward and, to yeah, it. She really looks forward to it. So she enjoys, she has her wee, she has like a big box of books and a big bag of books and she carries around a bag with her favourite ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she would want every night you to read. Mm-hmm one of them ones she'll uh-huh. pick one every night but then we started introducing Roald Dahl to her because I'm a big fan of Roald Dahl yeah. and uh, so her favourite is George's Marvellous Medicine so yeah. she brought it into school so then it was a fight between what chapter I was reading and what chapter <laughs> the teacher's reading but she, no she does she does enjoy she enjoys reading it and I feel it builds for the our relationship yeah because it's oh, something you know we yeah. do it it's not we would do it anywhere you know if she brings mm-hmm. a book home out of the library we'll do it sitting on the sofa or whatever, but mm-hmm. up in bed, it's the two of us get cuddled up in her bed and we'll yeah, read it together. It's nice time together you know? too. Yeah. And then yeah. she's learning to read, she's primary one, so she's learning to read and you can see her trying to sound out uh, some yeah. of the words, you yeah. know, the easier words. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. I mean, yeah. I remember as a child as well, like, I remember, now my mum would have read to us as well, but my daddy, but it came up and that was like RB time with daddy, he came up and read us a story. Um, and like, yeah, I do. I think my love of books did come from ch- yeah. those early childhood experiences, you know, because, I mean, I loved all those, like, My Naughty Little Sister <gasps> and, oh, yeah, you know, no. Harry McClary from Donaldson's Dare, you know. That's what they are, Bethany's <laughs> but I actually, I enjoy reading yeah. that one. I, I, I like that Raymond that Raymond, thing. yeah, and I think that really captures kids too, yeah. because it's, like, it's all easy to remember. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, and then I moved on to, like, Harry Potter and all, because I'm a big Harry Potter nerd. But yeah, like, yeah those, I hear you. Yeah. So is Miss Bethany, oh, a real it? Harry Potter. And I we, we started reading the first one. Mm-hmm. I think the first one would be okay for her. Mm-hmm. But I think after that, it, she might yeah, struggle for her attention. Yeah. But even on World Book, that's what she dressed up as on World Book oh, Day, because she's yeah, Hermione Granger's yeah. biggest fan. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. That's actually, that's something that's quite, like, I know maybe... It's not that great because it's more expensive time for parents in terms of getting like costumes and all organised. But that's quite 
it's quite good that schools try and do those sort yeah. of things to engage kids in, in reading and in books and yeah. stories. But they do as well. Um, I remember when she was in nursery, they done the big bed. Have you the big bedtime read? No, I don't know. So that. it was set. It was set up. I'm not a hundred percent sure, so don't quote me on it uh-huh. later. But it was set up to encourage parents and children reading together. Uh-huh. So in their nursery, what they done was they had an evening yeah. and they brought like a a famous storyteller oh. out to read a bedtime story uh-huh. to the parents and children, uh-huh. and then they had you know like before you read your story. You know, like a wee, not a supper, but like of the house, yeah, you know, like a wee, wee drink of milk and yeah. um, a bit of toast and a wee biscuit or something like that. And a wee cup of tea for the mummies and daddies. Mm-hmm. And all the kids went in their jammies Aww. and their wee house. I brought their favourite teddy and the, they could bring their favourite book with them too. Uh-huh. And then the storyteller told the sto- read the story. Oh, that's brilliant. As, but it was the big bedtime read, but it was to encourage parents and children to read together. Yeah, so yeah. it was yeah. encouraging us then to read more to our children yeah. and children to kind of get the parents to read to them and they were all able to go I think they all got a wee book to bring home with them and oh, stuff oh brilliant yeah. yeah oh that's really good yeah yeah brilliant um so maybe in that vein you've kind of talked a wee bit about um how you read with your own children um and that I suppose is maybe you've dotted a few wee tips in there around like <laughs> around how Always to get having your... the child care hat cap on. <laughs> so would you have any tips for parents when it comes to reading with their children? Like how they could engage them a wee bit more in books. Maybe if they, if you've got a, a child who's a bit of a reluctant reader reluctant reader? <laughs> a reluctant reader. reader. <laughs> I knew what you meant, so I didn't even correct you. Um I suppose, you know, what works for me maybe isn't going to necessarily work for the other, for yeah. another family. Yeah. So I think you have to do what works for you. And I always t- say that to anyone I meet or, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm working with parents, whether I'm working with parents, whether I'm working with children or whether I'm working with practitioners, I say mm-hmm. you have to do what works for you yeah. and you have the child. Yeah. You know, and I've said in my house, what works for us is doing it at bedtime. Yeah. And that's our bedtime routine is, you know, brush the teeth, shower teeth. And then story for bed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you know, other times if we go, sometimes if we pay a visit to the library mm-hmm. and we get books out, Miss Bethany she wants to read them all five of them then mm-hmm. and there, yeah. and you're nearly going, please only let her get three out this time. <laughs> you know. Like, what's so, next? but if, I suppose what I would be saying is pick a time mm-hmm. that suits you and suits yeah. the child. There's no yeah. point doing it if you're in a rush to get the dinner on, mm-hmm. and you're you're rushing through a story and it's doing your head in because the child will pick yeah. up on that really. Yeah. So pick a time where you have ten or fifteen minutes because research shows as well even ten minutes a day reading with your child oh, makes a right. big big that's, impact. It doesn't need to be a lot. Yeah, of time, and you know then. it doesn't have to be hours. Yeah. So pick a time when you have like a spare fifteen minutes mm-hmm. and say, come on, we'll do a wee story or you know, try and get them away from. TV tablets, yeah. <laughs> the screen challenge and yeah. that can be, but yeah, no, that's and then and I that works with younger children, I suppose, with older children. I found because I'm a reader, and I think I get that from my mummy because my mummy mm-hmm. was always a reader, and we yeah. were always in the library or we were yeah. always in bookshops or yeah. you know, and she always read to us. So maybe it's setting it, you know. Teenagers kind of learn by example too, yeah. and maybe encouraging them mm-hmm. a half an hour before bed to say right. The biggest thing for us in our house is doesn't always work is that we try and say no kind of screen yeah. time a yes. half an hour before bed and it's still uh-huh. him to kind of calm and wind down, wind down and stuff you yeah. know we did try the whole leave leave it outside the bedroom yeah. door leave it in the kitchen <laughs> and it, it, it worked and then we got a wee bit laxity is it uh, so we said 
it could be telling me spoofs. Yeah. No, I do. <laughs> but we, that, from teenagers, that's what we would kind of do. You know, have a wee read. Because I always say to him as well, he thinks he struggles with English. And mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. But reading to me, reading as a teenager, it's going to build in your vocabulary. And, you're, and you'll know this anyway, being yeah. an English literature project. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> no, no that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I always say to him, that's going to build, that will really, really help yeah. with your English and your yeah. creativity. Yeah, oh, it definitely does. Absolutely. I mean, I remember as a child as well, I mean, I feel like I always talk in this podcast about my childhood ambitions. But, um, <laughs> is that what you wanted to be? Well, my first one was wanting to be on the radio, which is what this kind of Ooh. sort of now, fills that a little bit for me. Tick. Uh, yeah, but... Um, because I was so obsessed with books, I remember when, like, because I would have had younger cousins always around me, me and my sister, two of the oldest siblings in the family, and um, because I was obsessed with books, I used to write, like, wee books for them, Aww. and then instead of reading, like, normal stories, I would have wrote the story and, like, illustrate it in the wee notebook and all, like, done wee drawings, and then would have read it to them. Oh, oh man, that's so lovely. What a wee That was, well, <laughs> when I was younger, I always wanted to meet Shirley Hughes. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. She was, when I was younger, yeah. she would have been my fa- most favourite. I mm-hmm. still have all, like, from when I was a child, we still uh-huh. have all our books. Yeah, yeah. From when, and they're ours, and I, I would have read them to the KT. Yeah. And, uh, and I, then I bought, you know, the big book of all of them? Yes. But it was my aunt, because my aunt was a librarian, you see. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she always would have brought us... So it's Maybe really passed down yeah. through family. Yeah. And we lovely. used to love going to her house because it was like a library. There's books everywhere. Oh, lovely. That's class. So what about the benefits then? What would you see as the main benefit? Or what is research? T- I mean, we know research tells us a lot about the benefits yeah. for children's development and things. Yeah. For me, the biggest thing is, well, when you talk about children's development, it does, it, it supports all areas of development, like their social skills, because you're reading with them, and if you involve them in the book, you know, getting them to pick a book, mm-hmm. um, when you read it, asking them questions about it, and getting yeah. them involved, so you're really yeah. promoting, first of all, then their communication and language skills, because mm-hmm. it's helping them to get to know sounds, what way to put their mouth when they're developing their speaking skills, um, words, language, oh, all areas of development are, mm-hmm. and then for brain development as well mm-hmm. because it's giving them a better understanding of the world around them as well too yeah, yeah. and preparing them to understand the written word especially with them when they're starting preschool nursery mm-hmm. and going into primary mm-hmm. but for me personally the biggest benefit i found mm-hmm. now this is in my own personal opinion is the bonding yeah between yeah. you and your child yeah. or you and your children even mm-hmm. if you were doing it as a group but you know i was quite lucky because i've have a teenager and then I have a young uh-huh. a young daughter so I was quite lucky to be able to have that individual bonding yeah, time individual with them time, so yeah. it was that's just our time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's like mummy and daughter time or mummy and son time as yeah. it was then so to be able you know it's your turn to pick the book tonight or it's my turn to pick the book tonight yeah. and reading it and now the, you know my youngest has got to the stage where she's wanting nearly wanting to read because she's learning to read and sounding mm-hmm. out the words yeah which has, to me has helped her because uh-huh. I point, I've started now pointing to the words as we're reading them and she's sounding yeah. them out. Yeah. So it's helping her with her education as well in school, yeah. you know, yeah. for that kind of, the, re- the reading uh-huh. within school. Yeah. So when you look at her reading record, excellent reading, excellent reading. So she's all delighted when she gets brilliant. these stickers and these that's remarks, brilliant. like, you that's know. But to me, it's down to that early reading as mm-hmm. well and mm-hmm. giving her a love 
for Bix mm-hmm. and Regan. Mm-hmm. Um, just a wee note as well, we did talk quite a lot about um, at the start how there are challenges to reading with your children as well. Um, I had a wee look on the Book Trust's website and um, there's quite a good few resources on there um, that you can have a wee look at and that also offers uh, hints and tips for if you have a child with a disability or additional needs which um, are really useful too. Um, so you can go and check out their website and have a wee look at that. Can I also say Emma as well too, I'm a big big fan and advocate of the libraries and using yeah. your local library as well. Yeah, yeah. Like we would use our library all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. So well, um, and it's brilliant because it's absolutely free to join. Yeah. And when yeah. you bring your children to join for the first time, they do like wee packs for them and stuff, mm. and they get their own wee library card. Now That's the so only, um, well, I suppose it is an advantage, but mm-hmm. children can pick. I think it's up to nine books. So <laughs> our Bethany's walking out with loads of books, and I'm going, she wants to read all of these now. So remember, be warned. Be, be warned. warned. <laughs> but. Their website's absolutely fantastic too because it goes through each library and what they have on daily. Like some mm-hmm. of our, our library would do like a, a round time and then on a Thursday evening they do story time. Yeah. So you can bring them up. Uh-huh. You know, when she was younger I would have brought her up in her jammies. She's that wee bit older now she wouldn't do that. Yeah. But, you know, we go up for story time oh. as well which is absolutely fantastic. But anyway, their websites usually advertise what's on and they also do like top tips for mm-hmm. like reading to your child and uh-huh. a baby's... Um, kind of primary school age and then teenage years as well Fantastic. but there's a quote can I read out a Absolutely. quote from one of them Absolutely. Richard Steele the quote's from and he says reading to the, reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body so think about that one Super. and look after your mind yeah, absolutely. And that ties in quite nicely because next really? month, yeah, next month on the podcast, we're going to be talking about exercise. No. So look at that. What a superb quote. I to have end used on there. my mind and zoomed in there, Emma. <laughs> you have indeed. And also we'll have an interview coming up with um, some of the ladies from Libraries NI as well. Wow. So be able to get a bit more insight into oh, your local libraries too. So oh, I look forward to yeah. listening to that interview. Definitely. <laughs> So we'll hear from Libraries NI very shortly, Um, but as Lauren mentioned there um, about exercise and next month's episode of the podcast being all about exercise, I thought it was a good opportunity here to mention that we will be running in the team relay of this year's Belfast City Marathon. It's on Sunday the 5th of May this year and it's got a brand new route which is starting at Stormont. Um, it's supposedly flatter uh, <laughs> and that's where I um, will be kicking off the, the relay there. I'll be, I'll be the first runner um, and I'm actually really looking forward to it. So if you are out supporting all the runners on Sunday the 5th of May, please look out for our purple t-shirts and give us a wee wave and a cheer. Um, and if you would like to support us and you can do so, um, you can make a wee donation um, and you can do that at localgiving.org forward slash appeal forward slash team pni relay and that actually leads me on to some other news uh, which is very exciting our brand new app is now available on ios and android and um, so it's been on android for a wee while but you can now get it on the app store for apple devices too which is um, great and the app offers tips and topics such as children's emotional well-being and managing behaviour. It explores parenting styles and includes an interactive game you can play with your children. And we're really keen to make it even bigger and better, adding more tools to it. 
and uh, going some way to make sure that every parent has access to help at their fingertips. So any money that we do raise from the donations given to the local given appeal for the marathon relay will be going towards helping us further develop the app. So if you can support us in any way, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you would like to download the app, you just search for Parent and NI in whatever app store your device uses. Now, I am in Lisburn City Library this afternoon and I'm joined by Valerie Christie. How are you, Valerie? I'm very well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Um, it's a lovely library here um, and I'm going to be talking to Valerie today about some of the services that libraries offer and um, how families, parents and families can benefit from them in Northern Ireland. So, Valerie, do you want to tell us just a little bit about your role here in Lisburn City Library? Um, yes, I'm based in... Uh, Lisbon City Library but my role is I'm the Senior Children's Services Manager so I've got responsibility for children's services um, across Libraries NI which is across the province. Fantastic. And children's services are from really from birth up to 16 years. Okay. Great. And can you tell me a wee bit about, um, actually we had someone on in earlier in the episode uh, who were real advocate and, and loved coming to the library with their children. Um, they mentioned some of the things that they would attend with their children, but could you maybe tell us a wee bit more about um, what parents can, can benefit from here? The, the whole um, image of libraries has changed mm -hmm. greatly in the last, say, the last 10, 15 years. And well, people associate libraries with the whole shush culture where you have to come in and be really quiet and... Um, it's used for studying and uh, nothing else has long since gone um, in this library where we are today we're very lucky that there's a separate children's library um, but in other libraries that don't have this facility there are separate uh, children's areas as I said it's for children from birth to up to 16 years so for preschool children, we obviously have lots of books, board books and picture books. Mm -hmm. But one of our um, services that, perhaps one of our most popular services, is Rhythm and Rhyme. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Rhythm and Rhyme runs in um, nearly all of our libraries mm -hmm. um, with different frequency, depending on the opening hours and the size of the library. And it's where parents and uh, children, babies and toddlers, can come along and share rhymes and stories. Um, and they, they do songs and yeah. um, they shake musical instruments and uh, generally have a jolly good time. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I've actually um, been at a few events with Libraries NI and uh, they've run the Rhythm and Rhyme sessions for us and they're fantastic. They're yeah. really good fun. You can see the, the, the wee babies and the children get so much out of it. Yes, and the parents do. do. Yes, they do. Yes, for parents as well. A, a recent study has shown, um, in Essex Libraries have shown that um, attending Rhythm and Rhyme was a boost for maternal mental health. Fantastic. Um, yeah. And you know that... Um, ladies uh, who come to Rhythm and Rhyme have made the effort, perhaps they're not feeling so good, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they've made the effort uh, on a cold or wet morning to get up yeah. and get a baby out or a toddler out mm -hmm. and get themselves out as well. Yeah. And then when they're here, uh, or when they're in any library, 
as well as the learning benefits for the child. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a the whole social benefit Absolutely, for, yeah. um, for mums yeah. as well. And traditional nursery rhymes, um, the ones that have been going around forever, sort of went out of vogue for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've all come back into fashion. Okay. So some mums who are here um, might not be familiar with uh-huh. the, the traditional ones. So as well as the children learning them, um, the, the, the parents learn them as well. Come up some new ones. <laughs> as well, and learn how to share these yeah. with, um, with their children. I, I, I'm saying mums here, but of course I, that is quite remiss of me <laughs> um, because there are dads and grannies and grandparents yes. and, um, and other um, adults in a care yeah. who bring children along. So it's a very diverse group of yes. people who attend which is really great yeah absolutely no that's lovely and as you say i mean something that's great about about stories and, and reading books and when parents read them with um and the children is is that just time together you the know bonding the, yeah time. the bonding time the, the bonding time yeah. which is very special uh-huh. and uh, you know uh, instilling a love of books from an early age mm-hmm. um the research has shown that that can be developed and it will stick a child mm-hmm. stick with a child right through um, their school years and beyond. Yes, yes. And so what about some of the other things, Valerie, that the libraries would do then for, for families? Yes, um, as, as children could, uh, get older, we provide um, story time. Yeah. That's for um, four to eight year old children mm-hmm. or family story time where everyone's welcome to come along yeah. um, probably our biggest promotional event is over the summer uh-huh. and that is called the big summer read oh yes and yeah. it runs again in all libraries throughout mm-hmm. july and august and children are invited um, to come in and challenge themselves to read any number of books they wish over the summer mm-hmm. Um, they have a little record card and when they've read the book they come and they're returning the book to the library the record card gets stamped um, and then at the end of the summer or when they reach their target of books they're awarded with a certificate Um, so that's very nice yeah it's a nice achievement it's a nice achievement and it's something that they can also put into their personal folder in Mm -hmm. school so a lot of them will come and say do you see my certificate and I'm going to give it to my teacher when I get oh, back to yes. school and yeah. And I'm sure for some of them it's probably one of the first uh-huh. um, certificates they will, the uh, yes, yeah, that they'll, yeah. they'll be given. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that there are um, story time sessions and story time and craft sessions and other events to support um, support the big summer read. Mm-hmm. So it really is a festival of reading that goes on throughout July and August and it's free because all library services are free um, Rhythm and Rhyme which we've just been talking about mm-hmm. is also um, free yeah. and for um, children to join they just need um, the parent to come in and complete a form um, in order to do that they have to bring some form of ID be it a uh, driving license or a passport or, yeah. or a utility bill mm-hmm. with a current address on it and um, 
they can borrow, children and adults can borrow up to nine um, items for up to three weeks. Very good, fantastic. So there you go, Uh, it's easy to register then um, at your, your local library and you just call in with your ID, your child, and you can sign up um, at your local library. Um, do you want to give us the web address too? Yes, and the web address is www.librariesni.org.uk. We have a children's page on Fantastic. our website, which is divided into three sections. The Rubber Dub Hub, um, which is for um, preschool children, um, and it gives book recommendations and um, ideas for parents on how to share um, books. Um, there's a se- section when a book helps, so there are recommended titles for dealing with, um, let's just say, difficult situations. Yes. A child starting school, mm-hmm. going to the dentist, going to the doctor for the first yeah. time, dealing with bereavement. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's a recommended list. Yeah, um, really for useful. that yeah. and also a list of parenting books okay. um, for adults mm-hmm. um, the next one up is the kids hub which would really be for primary school children mm-hmm. and then the teen hub for okay. for teenagers as well so that's all available on that on um, yes Great, okay, so you can go on and check that out thank you very much for chatting to me today Valerie, I really very appreciate well. it thank, thank you, you. So there you are. Um, before we sign off for this month, um, here's a quick recap of some of the things that you uh, might take away from this month's episode. Um, so it can be difficult to concentrate or to find the time to dedicate to reading with your child. Um, everybody's leading re- really busy lives and you've got other stuff going on um, that can make it difficult to do it. But just remember, 10 minutes each day can make a real difference. Um, research says you don't need to spend an awful lot of time. Just 10 minutes a day can really help. So as well, as much as some people might enjoy reading, others may not enjoy it at all or may have other difficulties with reading. And in those cases, um, don't worry. You can still enjoy just spending time together with your child, maybe looking through picture books or making up a story with your child and singing and nursery rhymes are another way that you can also help support your children's literacy skills. Um, check out what activities and support is available in your area as well, maybe through your child's school or through your local library with Libraries NI. And of course, you can always contact us for any parenting support that you need. You can call us on free phone 0808 8010 or visit our website at parentingni.org. And on there, you'll also find the article that accompanies this podcast on there. And that looks at, uh, in more depth at the research around uh, reading uh, with your children. So if you're interested in that, hit it up in the news section. Um, I'll talk to you again next month. Um, for now, take care and I'll chat to you then. Bye. Bye.